Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of the galaxy, this is Force Center, a show about Star Wars, pop culture, and the ultimate adventure, life itself. I'm Ken Napstock. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw. And I'm Jennifer Landa. 
And we are here for Subjective Wars. This is our show where we take two things, we pit them against each other, but there's no real winner. This is about how we feel about it. Because you see, it's subjective. It's a fun way to discuss uh, a lot of interesting, interesting things, both in Star Wars. We love doing those Star Wars debates. Check out our most recent one, uh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. Uh, but we also like getting into uh, pop culture and some other life things as well. Uh, and it definitely spurns conversations, and we like that uh, here uh, in this uh, in this uh, engagement-based world. But it's it's this is a big one today. We we are trying to capture. And we're going to capture the vibe of the week in which this episode's being released because there's a big sporting contest. And I'm going to say Super Bowl and the NFL can come after us. Uh, I know they don't like that word used around. And there's, a, you know, someone can put a comment on our YouTube version of this or, or Discord uh, on the podcast side, explain the actual legalities around it, why you have to call it the big game or the Super Owl and all those silly things. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But the Super Bowl right. is here. Uh, we've got two teams, the Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. All right, Kansas City, San Francisco, uh, two big teams. Some people are happy about it. Some people are still upset that Taylor Swift has a boyfriend who plays professional football and she watches. Uh, we aren't uh, here. Um, so in, in, in capturing that, we wanted to talk a little bit about sports. Now, I definitely love sports. I love sports my whole life. Uh, we'll set the table here. Joseph, as you said, hey, you didn't have a – no one taught you to have a relationship with sports. You don't dislike it. You just never were involved with it as much. So your relationship's a little different, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, um, my uh, my father uh, didn't watch, and uh, nobody, uh, my mother didn't watch, and there was nobody really around me. And the little bit of times that I got interested in sports, um, <laughs> I had various bad experiences. I played soccer for a little while, and that was fun until I tried to join the junior varsity team in high school. I was like, I'll do this, and then they they just made me uh, clean up stuff and and go through the uh, the handshaking <laughs> line, and uh, people said extreme. The team that had beat us just said extreme rude things to it so my experience was <laughs> to beg my dollars my my parents to spend money on cleats and they're like what's a cleat i knew a guy in brainerd minnesota named cleat why do you need those well i need those so i can help do laundry and be called offensive slurs by people i've never met so yeah. i i had a negative experience i didn't get to the fun side yeah of it. understandable but yeah i love the super bowl uh, i yeah. love it as a cultural event and mm -hmm. I love uh, participating in it every year. Yeah, I've watched one with you here, uh, and I love it. And I love that you also painted others, uh, the, the other athletes on the teams as the French from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, just <laughs> up on a castle yelling rude things. Uh, Jed, as discussed, you've got uh, you've got a somewhat of a relationship with sports. Uh, it comes and goes, uh, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, where are you at with sports in, in general? I've kind of been around the Super Bowl parties. Uh, mm. I've gone to them. I usually am all about the snacks. That's generally where I stand. Uh, I like them. You know, we get to hang out, yeah. see friends, get to have some chips and dip. Mm -hmm. Done. But the actual sporting event itself, sometimes I'll get sucked in depending on who the team is. Um, sure. This year, I think I am I am interested because of T-Swift and yeah. uh, Travis Kelsey. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, love that there. And the reason I set the table for that is if you're a Force Center listener, uh, you, I, I think, I, like I said, lifelong sports fan here, uh, get into it, really got into football again this year after a few years, kind of, I wasn't engaged, but also don't want anyone to feel put off. This isn't a, a sports conversation. If that's a place you're not comfortable, this is about the pop culture event. I mean, you, mm -hmm. there's an argument that the Super Bowl could be a national holiday, right? To get every, mm -hmm. give everyone a Monday off after the game. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it's uh, for better or worse what it is and what we're going to be debating here. What, what our subjective wars is about is 
What is your favorite part of the Super Bowl event? The commercials or the halftime show? Now, I'll set the table here. I'm in this discussion too, but what I'm saying uh, to both of you is you have you have the positives of both. You have the negatives. You have the cynical approach to both. Joseph, if you want to get some followers off your tweets, you, you need to sit there and make fun or, or celebrate parts of each. And what, what do you like and, and, and what has more of an impact uh, these days? Is, is, you know, Because we all could name some classic moments from uh, halftime shows that are both like cringe, but in a way we all can't turn away from or moving uh, or, or from commercials. You might not even watch the Super Bowl, but you might know the Bud Light Bowl or, you know, the debut of a catchphrase from some commercial or something like that. Or just if you're a movie fan, movie trailers, all those mm. kind of things. We're talking about all that. So uh, I'll stop talking. I'll ask first, Jen, <laughs> where do you lean? What draws you into the event, the commercials or the halftime show? Well, like our previous episode, I am torn. And the reason why is uh, when I became a professional actor and I mainly did commercials, I cared very much about the Super Bowl commercials. And yeah. you can always tell like around fall is when they start auditioning for the Super Bowl commercials. And I actually got one that was in the Super Bowl. Uh, it was a Bud Light book mm-hmm. club commercial. I think it was 2010. And, and it's, it was you're great awesome. in it. Thanks. It was a, yeah. it was really freaking awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. Didn't change my life, but it was really fun. <laughs> um, like I thought it would. Uh, yeah. And then after that, you know, you get put on hold and you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to get this commercial. And you don't get it. But then you see it air and you're like, you know, you're at the party with your friends and you're like, Gosh, dang it. <laughs> All right, they went with a redhead. I guess I can see why, why I didn't get the commercial, right? It's just like, ugh. Mm-hmm. So now I enjoy the halftime show a little mm. bit more, depending on who it is. Because mm. sometimes they have bands and I'm like, I have no interest in it. But J-Lo and Shakira, mm. perfection. That's, mm-hmm. that's the kind of halftime show I want to see. Okay, we'll put a pin in that, not them. We'll put a pin in that. I want I want to come back to that. That's a great example, great use of it. Understandable. And I you know what? I kind of remember that commercial before I knew Jen Landa. I knew Jennifer Landa. Uh Joseph, like I said, I've I've had the privilege of sitting on a couch with you and watch you do your work where you're like, I gonna comment on this. And it, it I can't I can't pin down what 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 you lean to on this. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this will be a fascinating Super Bowl year because I wonder, it it was already dead on Twitter. In in early days of Twitter, it was a way to Mm -hmm. really introduce yourself to the world because everybody was on it. It was having this great party. And if you had a joke that that really flew, uh, you could make a real big difference in in your career as, as for me, you know, comedian, writer, performer, need an audience. Um, You know, there's some early Super Bowls where I got a lot of followers. Now, I don't know who's going to be talking about it where. Um, mm-hmm. So so for me, it used to be a little bit fueled by uh, what was going to drive, you know, discussion and, and jokes the most. And I think commercials and halftime show are really even there. Mm. But what, what I discovered when I started to think through this is I thought I would lean toward commercials. Because... I'm most fascinated by the commercials in that I think they are a great way to assess what corporations and ad people, where they think America is, because themes always Mm -hmm. pop up where a bunch of commercials are wrestling with the same anxiety or trying to sell the same thing. But at the end of the day, walking away from it, almost all of those memories are negative emotions. Like, ah, Mm. I remember that was a year where almost every beer commercial was sexist. I remember that was the year where Mm -hmm. celebrities tried to make crypto happen. I remember that as the year (laughs) where, you know, 
half of the commercials were sad sequels to m- movies, right? Like, you know, everybody got excited. There's, oh, he, he, he's getting back in the road for Big Lebowski, like to sell his yep. potato chips or toilet paper. I can't remember what, you know, like I, re- I, I like making jokes about the commercials. But when I started to think about what do I remember mm-hmm. positively, everything was a moment from a halftime show, not a moment from a commercial. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we're, we're, it's two, it's two against me right now. Maybe, maybe, <gasps> maybe this could be, a, this could be first ever 15 minute subjective horse. <laughs> I, I, and, and by the way, you're so right, Joseph, about going to commercials. The music definitely tests, Hey, where we're at style wise mm-hmm. and what, what's cool, what's hip or, you know, I love there's that discussion, but commercials really are a litmus test of where are we as a nation and a world. And the answers are not always great. Mm. <laughs> no. the, 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 the crypto one. And yeah, the years where every commercial was uh, two women uh, fighting in a, in a, in a fountain over a hamburger. Right. It was oh just, my gosh. yes. Or uh, eating the yeah, Carl's yeah. Jr. Burger or whatever. Yeah. 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 Oh, Actually, Carl's Jr. I think was the same mm-hmm. year that I think GoDaddy's commercials were all like extremely male gaze objectification. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. The, yeah. Where they, I think it wasn't it like Danica Patrick and it was Danica like, go to, go to GoDaddy to see if I take my racing gear off. Yeah. Like it. Yes. 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 So right. that is, that is, um, the darker side of it. And I have a lot of positive memories of good, like I, Lady Gaga's halftime show was one of the ones that really kind of cemented me like going, mm. oh, I think, I think I'm a fan where I thought maybe I was a little more cynical about this whole thing. Uh, I am a fan of you too. I know not, not everyone is, but post nine 11, their February, 2002 show uh, was uh, I think or January, but early 2002, whenever the Super Bowl played that year, uh, you know, their, their names of, of all the people lost in nine 11. It was a big emotional moment that was maybe shared more by the world then than now, because you're right, Joseph, the fracturing of where we all go to hang out. So, there's that but i'll go even now even this year i like there's going to be a affleck one with duncan donuts that i'm excited about because the journey of ben affleck from meme to owning the meme is is been i still because i don't love i hate talking dog commercials i hate talking baby commercials (laughs) Uh i still have a more cynical eye towards the commercials but i'm always curious and i'm always excited and who knows there could be a trailer that moves you especially I remember back in the day, you know, the early Schmoes days, we'd all go to like one, like Mark Ellis's house. The whole crew would be there. And we'd have to run off to one of the bedrooms to film a reaction to the new Mission Impossible trailer. I don't have to- total positive memories, but it was also an excitement. It was a big pop culture day. So I'm going to start out by saying I'm siding with the commercials. Oh, wow. I have so many thoughts. But, go but, yeah. Hit. So the, the commercial thing. All right. Mm-hmm. I think this is partially uh, I'm wounded from or, or informed from wanting to talk more substantively, substantively about right. the movie trailers. The movie trailers are actually have become a bit of a bummer for me because everything is so fast moving and I want the trailer to just be the trailer. Like hmm. I, I absolutely get the commercial value of debuting a really cool trailer during the Super Bowl, but then I want to stop and rewatch it a bunch and think about it. And then I'm disengaged from the Super Bowl. And then so, everyone yells at you when you're rewinding the TiVo at the Super Bowl. And Joseph, they're like, Joseph, this is why, it live. This is why I, I, people, so you and I, you and I watched the Super Bowl together because we knew the solo commercial trailer yes. was dropping. Yes. And at that point, we were going to just stop watching the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. record the trailer. So we watched it up till the solo yeah. uh, commercial. And, and then we recorded during the Super Bowl. I have been invited Super Bowl parties and I have said no because 
the the tweeting is was like I'm on, I'm on a mission. Like I have mm-hmm. a, a notebook. <laughs> I'm not. I'm trying to take screenshots. You know, I, mm-hmm. even sometimes when I watch it with Sarah, she's like, "Is this going to be a talk to you watching the Super Bowl, or is this going to be a you are married to your day. phone?" And like in some years, it's been a no. I'm married to my phone. Like this is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so that like I. <laughs> The trailer I remember the most fondly now in retrospect is Cowboys versus Aliens because people were so excited of like James Bond and Han Solo are going to be in a movie together. And the movie mm. came out and people hated it. I've never seen it because people hated it. it. But the I excitement, it. I think, I believe my totally not original tweet, but it got traction at the time was, you know, that everybody was getting, you know, uh, penalty flags for it, too much celebration because of uh for dancing in the end zone for of mm-hmm. Cowboys versus Aliens, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. because the excitement mm-hmm. of her Han Solo and James Bond yeah. being in one place. So yeah, the trailers are a mixed blessing for me. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. So I, I I feel yeah. yeah there's a lot of good reasons torment there to to like or dislike the commercials. Jen, I, I, I'll flip it back to you here. I want I want to pick up where you left off of like you know Shakira and, and J Lo Super Bowl halftime show. What is that dividing line between something you want to watch or something you're like I. The halftime show is an archaic thing from a bygone era, and I don't care. You know, it really has to be somebody a little bit more current, somebody who's used to performing. Well, a lot of these artists are used to performing in giant stadiums. I don't know, but somebody's going to put on a real show. And Mm -hmm. no disrespect to the Stones or anything, but I just didn't find that year that – was it the Stones or was it Aerosmith? I can't even remember now. Aerosmith was – and that was the year I think they did something with Britney Britney. Spears and I don't know, Timber Jerk. I can't remember. Uh, I'm going to look that up. This is part also what we're doing this year. Okay. I'll look that up. Yep. I just wasn't – I'm like, I'm tuning in for for this. Oh, yeah, 2001 – Brittany yeah. Aerosmith and NSYNC. Matt, talk and about NSYNC. a cultural time time capsule. And th- I just felt like nobody could really do what they do because they're all trying to come together. And it just felt very much like we're trying to appeal to like to America, right? Yeah. As opposed yeah. to like getting the best. I don't know. They're all wonderful performers, but yeah, 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 I'm no, conflicted. It's, it's, it's also, let's be honest, like it's like I think hosting award shows and I'm not here to attack or defend yes. or pro- prop up anyone. Like it's, that's a tough room. It's a tough job. And some people are great at it. But even some people like I got no problem with Billy Crystal's Oscars performance, but I didn't want the sing and dance and schmeck on my Dougal. I'm not I'm not there. I wanted Oprah Uma like that was my Oscar like and that didn't work. So it's it's a tough spot. So even the Rolling Stones, I've seen it so far. I've seen a football stadium. They're spectacular, but it might right. not work for 11 minutes. While, you know, or 20 minutes, whatever it is, while the, while the teams are having orange slices and getting strategy for the second half. I don't know. I agree with you. Yeah. That. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Are you torn? Okay. It's become a place for a specific kind of performance that's not Mm -hmm. just about great music, however you define that. It's about show stopping and how did they pull that off and you know yeah. that like th- there Beyonce. has to be yeah right? there has to Beyonce. be an element of mm-hmm. of showstopperness to so it's not so it's different than just a concert that you would see them at mm-hmm. yeah you had uh, uh was didn't Gaga like come in, jump in from the roof? <laughs> That's my oh, that is yes, my biggest right. Super Bowl memory of anything. Of like, yes, yeah, she that. jumped from the top of the stadium, and it was that like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, it, it, yeah. I, and she has a costume that's similar enough to the uh, comic book character Dazzler, one of the few comic book characters who has yeah. not been prominently added to the MCU. So it's like. Lady Gaga's got to be Dazzler. Man, that's that like that level of spectacle. There's the word I was looking for. Spectacle. spectacle. That's the word. And you can't get anywhere else except yeah. the Super Bowl. That's what yeah. I want to see. Yeah. Like it's a good, good music and a spectacle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it's mm-hmm. obviously time to plug Five Foot Two, the uh, Gaga doc that uh, is based around the Super Bowl uh, mm-hmm. that leads up to it. Everything. And, and everyone the make reference to the Simpsons predicting that she would not only be in Super Bowl halftime show, but come flying in. All right. I don't know how they do it either, but um, spectacle. <laughs> so, so um, you both love the halftime show. Is it, how much, is there a negative? Uh, do you, do you root for the negative? Like, and did we turn to the positive more in the halftime show than the commercials? For instance, one of the most famous Super Bowl halftime performance moments is Katy Perry and a dancing shark, oh, which I, I would that. say started cringe, fun. but turned into a celebration, Jen. Yeah. 
I loved that. That was an unpredictable moment. And you know, the benefit of the Super Bowl is this mm. is like this mm. monoculture, right? Which we're really mm -hmm. missing nowadays with streaming platforms and YouTube and all this stuff. It's like where mm -hmm. we can all get in on this one thing and just meme the heck out of it and talk about it. And people still, I see, are wearing Halloween costumes as that shark, right? And we're like, oh, right. I know that. I know that. It's a great uh, cultural moment for, for Americans. I mm. love Left Shark, I think. Left Shark <laughs> is Thank you. Thank a you. triumph of the monoculture. If I was doing a documentary on Left Shark, <laughs> it would be called Colon, Triumph of the Monoculture. Uh, you're so right to point that out, Jennifer. Because a lot of it is snark. And I have, you know, mm -hmm. particularly early on, going back to when I started to, to live tweet it, like 2012, there was a lot of the snark. And a lot of it is just like the uh, people are making big, bold swings in the commercials and in the halftime show. And now we can just kind of sit back like we're in a Roman Coliseum and point at them and laugh about why they're dumb. Left Shark, mm. to me, evaded all that because it was a story of the underdog, of Katy Perry's mm. entire performance was big, giant, weird spectacle. You like her, you like the spectacle or not. But it was this one person, whether planned or not, somehow being human within this mega machine Mm -hmm. of Katy Perry's performance and the Super Bowl. And it was entirely relatable. So people did meme the left shark, but they entirely memed it not from you suck, you're dumb. This is what's wrong with culture. It was a, we're all kind of left shark, aren't we? If, right. if most of us were up there, we would also forget the choreography. It was a unifying moment in my mind of an underdog mm -hmm. triumphing. Hmm. I don't want to give this away, but can we crowdsource, crowdfund this four center doc about Left Shark? Because it's getting deep uh. and important here. That's amazing. <laughs> the truth. Yeah. You you oh, you both might be pushing me up fast because there is again, I I I think there's some historically some really fun and funny Super Bowl commercials. I, I think mm -hmm. ad agency and copywriters can be really creative. Uh, you know, I didn't watch Mad Men, but I, I think they can be creative. Uh, I, I so I do like it and the performances and 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 it, it's it's fun. And and I grew up with some in the Bud Bowl. Uh, watching long neck beer bottles fight each other in the football field was like, I look forward to that more than Cincinnati <laughs> versus San Francisco. Like that's what me and my friends were talking about the next day. Um, but there's something that maybe over time, and, and, and I, I'm pushing myself off here of my own pedestal where commercials, I don't have a, you know, I don't, we didn't, my dad didn't watch sports a lot. We maybe have had the Super Bowl, but it wasn't until I got interested that we actually had Super Bowl on. So I don't remember the early 80s. I don't remember when Super Bowl commercials became a thing. Mm, right, right. And I wonder if they're too self-aware. And I wonder nowadays if they're, um, if it's just set up for cynicism, where what you're talking about with, with, with Left Shark um, does kind of push past that and has an ability to be more organic based on the artistry of, of the spectacle we're seeing. All those fancy words, they're not too fancy, like one cent words. To say the halftime show uh, um, does have its own energy that 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 is not pre-planned. There's some of it that is very pre-planned. All oh, yeah, of it's yeah. rehearsed. That's but it, yes. Where commercials are trying too hard. Now, they're calculated. Think, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think they've Good. got sweaty over the last couple of years too. Because I think like if you had asked me maybe 10, 15 years ago, I would have said the commercials are the best because I felt like, oh, there, there's creativity. There's ad people going. Right, 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 right. The Super Bowl is an excuse to try something weird because people don't want normal commercials. So what can we do that's different? But over the mm -hmm. last few years, it's felt either sweaty or deceptive. And by sweaty, I mean 
mm-hmm. I, I feel less the creativity of writers and more <laughs> like an old person in a suit going, this is what my kid likes. So do one of those like trying too hard to please people. <laughs> yeah. Or there's been a preponderance of commercials where that old joke where like you watch like maybe a 60 second one and it's like shots of a horse boldly going, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. and like, is this for a car? Is this going to be for a weapons manufacturer? Is this going to be for a diaper? Like it'll be just like, here's some imagery that we think people like, like a horse running. And then it'll be at the end, yeah. it'll be like, you know, Toys yeah. R Us is coming back. You're like, what? Why is, you know, the, there's been a lot of that. It's very different from when I was auditioning for commercial for Super Bowl commercials back in the day. It, they were more about like, let's tell something weird. Let's tell a story. You didn't always have as many ce- celebrities in them. They, it was more about like, what are, what are we trying to convey? And this was like kind of at the beginning mm. of social mm. media, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Now, in more recent years when I've had auditions, I just had one last year very much about built around a celebrity. It's really mm-hmm. trying hard to be really funny that you know that they're trying to make it go viral, right? They're trying mm-hmm. to have these viral moments. Sometimes they'll even release, the, do a, like a sneak peek of the commercial. Um, it, it, it's just, yeah. and you know off the bat that the commercial is going to be during the Super Bowl. You're not 100% sure if they're going to actually air it though, because with mine, I was waiting, I knew it was the Super Bowl, but then the only reason why it aired was because it went into uh, overtime. That's the mm. only reason why it aired. Wow. They're very strategic about if they're yeah. going to, you know, like if they're going to actually do it or not. So I don't know. It mm. just seems a little bit too self-aware to, you, yeah. What you both are said to me makes a lot of sense that I think, again, you just, if you said 10, 15 years ago, if we had this debate, it might be different for you. I think when I think of the halftime shows and there's artists and moments that I've loved over the years, right? Uh I still have the early Simpsons view uh, when they had a great early football episode they did where the halftime show is really dumb, over-the-top things. We're like, well, from, we've come from outer space to sing a song for you, rock around the clock. <laughs> and, I, and I think that's been my view. It's why even I, I said earlier, it's kind of an archaic – you know, cheerleaders, pom-poms, and a marching band. Like, do we, I just – I want to watch the game, but I know we need the – so I think I've carried that forward and, mm. and the commercials represent creativity, but you're right. I'm thinking like, like the, the year you mentioned just, but the year that crypto basically was like, we're crypto, we've won and here's our commercials. And they lost from mm-hmm. that day going forward in a lot of ways. The face uh, plan of that Matt Damon, <laughs> be bold. Oh. You know, are you ready? Are you willing to take risks? Larry, I'm a you really giant- need to- Open yeah. a window and just throw your life savings out for me, Matt Damon. I mean, it's yeah. a, it was an epic fail. I, yes. I am a giant Larry David fan, and him being involved with those it was just like, oh no, you know, like, and 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 like guarantee they're like, it's you know, it'd be funny. We reveal that it was it's, it's an old lady fighting for the Snickers bar. That's funny, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I think that's oh, starting yeah. to take over. But I still have the I carry the old hope. Of the Bud Light Bud Bowl, hmm. when I think I have to face reality, you two are making me face reality. It's all become an algorithm chase. It's become a trend yes. chase, not a trendsetter. Yes. Where even someone, you know, I I don't have a stake in the in the plight and the career of the weekend. But when he performed and then got, you know, it, people kind of thumbs downed it collectively. I did. I I felt I wanted to defend the dude. <laughs> It's just like he's he's out there he's out there doing it. One of so, the greatest meme gifts ever, though, of him lost in the mirror tunnel. Like, oh, you know. that's right. Oh, that's a good one. It's a huge one. 
That's I think a good it, one. Uh, yeah, this is a really instructive conversation. Yeah, because I didn't watch when I was younger. You know, uh, there's that mm-hmm. infamous uh, Marvel halftime show. It's like, uh, yes. you know, where they. It, I didn't watch yes. when they used to be almost more like it's a Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade, but stationary for 11 minutes. For the oh, yeah. that's, that's more what the halftime used to be, right? Like, that's, right. I didn't yeah. watch that. My the biggest thing for me that for the halftime is there is um, there's there's baggage about the Super Bowl, about this is everybody coming together. Mm-hmm. And what how is it reflecting America to, to have what do the commercials think Americans want? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, mm-hmm. at this point, the halftime show has become this is a golden spot to shine a light on an artist who has made a dent in American culture. And half, yeah. at least half the audience is not going to like it no matter what. Half the time, I don't know the artist. And half the time, I, it's like that music isn't for me. Yeah, but yeah. what it is, is in the middle of this, you know, sporting event with commercials that are right now I think sweaty and manipulative is just this injection into the arm of monoculture of art of expression directly from an artist. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's um, of course Mm -hmm. the artists are there to sell things, but it is just, here's weird costumes. Here's people celebrating dance. Here's a a lot of strong, uh, uh, different, perspectives and voices that come from different cultures here's weird expressionistic set design in mm. the middle of your sort of most average american stereotype thing which some people i think bring to to sports fans mm-hmm. i'm not saying mm-hmm. that but i think there can be an attitude that like this is mm-hmm. meat and potatoes middle of the road yeah. america and now here, here's a woman in a dazzling suit jumping off oh yeah a roof it- injects yeah. just some risks, some art, some expose yourself to diversity of all I, kinds. Yeah, I, I really like what you're saying. I, I think there, and Jenna, I, I want big closing thoughts from you too, but like, yeah, there's an inherent sexism or an inherent, I don't even know how to describe it, but jocks versus nerds vibe mm-hmm. that comes from, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to do some singing and dancing for the ladies while they bo- the guys are getting ready to play. And I, and I agree with you, Joseph, that, that, that it's, it, it, it also pushes past that or at least tries to. There's, mm-hmm. You're always, and I'm, and yes, I don't want to make any general sweeping, uh, you know, generalizations there, but uh, uh, there's there's something inherent to that there too as well. Anyways, uh, the reason Jen- why I love the halftime show is because you do have performers who want to just put on a great show, mm-hmm. right? They, it's coming from a good place. Uh, watch the J Lo documentary about her perf- getting ready to perform for the Super mm. Bowl. It is fantastic. You see the 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 training, the song choice, the fear, right? The the nerves, the expectations that she's putting on herself because she knows, you know, millions of people are going to be watching this. And like physically, how is she going to be able to have that stamina and do these stunts and and then also, you know, right. doing the thing with Shakira. It's just outstanding. It's it's a whole other level where you're like, "Oh, not everyone, not every artist could perform." at the Super Bowl and have it be a hit. I mean, that's why the, you know, the weekend, like Rihanna didn't do much, but what Rihanna did that was great was she reminded us she has hit after hit after hit. I went to iTunes and I was like, oh, that's right. I got to listen to my Rihanna playlist. <laughs> it's like back-to-back songs of hits. Yeah, uh, yeah, and 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 uh, and she revealed to the world she was currently pregnant at the time, right? <laughs> Wasn't that the Talk about taking advantage of that spotlight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I forget the numbers. I I, I think, uh, uh, you know, one of the Gaga songs at the halftime, like like hit number one that hour. Like, it, you know, mm-hmm. it, it definitely has that influence. See, you both are making these wonderful, deep, 
really important points. So I, I almost, <laughs> and I, if I was to still stick with commercials, I'd be like, but yeah, what about three guys on a couch going, what's up? Like, <laughs> oh my was is the lost classic as far as Ooh, I'm. That was a good one. That was at the end. That I, was at it, the I, end, right? Yeah. Of like, and I, great I, commercials. I, uh, and, and, and there's power to it because let me tell you, for about a year at my my work uh, uh, for after that commercial, literally all my friends would say that every day. I mean, every day until my every day. brain started. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> so not to take anything away from the, the, the I think there was like one guy behind the creation of that, that campaign uh, initially. I don't know the details, but um, yeah. OK, I, I think I know where this is going. Uh, you have you have both swayed me. So unless uh, Joseph, you standing tall behind halftime shows. I am standing tall between behind halftime shows for just the the great injection of art and spectacle, and uh, I hope the commercials <laughs> prove me wrong this year. Uh, who knows, Jen? I imagine you are still standing behind and dancing with the halftime shows. I am standing behind not the corporations and the advertising agencies, but the artists and the music nerds for the Super Bowl performances. Yes, brought to you by Pepsi, at least for halftime show. <laughs> right. But I, I don't want to undercut your point. I think it's wonderful. Well, there there's really go. no part of the Super Bowl that's just innocently <laughs> trying just, to have fun. And I guess money's involved. There's right, right. It's just some guys in a park throwing around the old pig skin while someone sings a song. I don't know why y'all. Put on a well, show for the neighborhood kids. You both have uh, pushed, pushed me off my pedestal of commercials being the, uh, my favorite thing. I still enjoy the potential, but I think I'm going to go with halftime shows. It's a clean sweep, and we've done it. We've decided things here today. Uh, love it. Love it. Thank you for indulging me on this one there, folks. Touchdown. <laughs> Left shark. Getting ready. I'm getting Left ready. Left shark indeed. Left shark indeed. All uh, that remains is for us to sign on out for this show. Thank you uh, for uh, watching. And as, as always, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, subscribe to the channel, hit those notification bells, all those things for us to engage with the algorithm, but also express yourself, share uh, a, a thought down below. Uh, that's your own opinion, your own sub subjective take on what's better or your favorite moments or what you think of Left Shark, all those things. If you're listening to the podcast, we always uh, thank you for that. You can go to our Discord if you're part of our Patreon page or just uh, tweet, thread, or post that, <laughs> that hey, here's your thoughts. Uh, you can uh, find us on uh, Twitter and threads at Force Center Pod. Uh, Facebook page is Force Center Podcast. We're on Instagram as well. And you can also uh, go uh, to, uh, well, as I said, to YouTube, but also uh, our podcast available in a lot of different spots. Just search. You'll find us and merch available at tpublic.com slash user slash Force Center. Uh, maybe we'll put a Palpatine saying what's up shirt on there soon. You can support us directly at patreon.com slash Force Center. Uh, and uh, you can follow me at Ken Napsock. Go to my website, kennapsock.com if you'd like. Uh, Joseph, where can they find and follow you? What's up? Um, <laughs> it's so addictive. Uh, you can follow me on all the social media at Joseph Scrimshaw. Jen, there's some great footage of you dancing in a train station. Where can they find it? You can find it on YouTube at Jennifer Landa or Instagram, maybe at Jennifer Landa or TikTok at Jennifer Landa 1138. Find it there. Thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, taking into this. We have jumped in and fought and determined. We have played the subjective voice. We'll work on that outro. I'm Ken Hapsock. See you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 